Support for this podcast is provided by That Cast Creative. Brand your business and connect with your audience by creating a custom podcast. Learn more at thatcast.com. Want to advertise on this podcast or one like it and reach a targeted and engaged audience? Go to thatcast.com to start reaching our audience. The Pacific Northwest Lifestyle Unleashed. It's Locals Only with Chop, presented by ThatCast Network. Welcome back, everyone. It's Chop with Locals Only, and I I love doing this podcast because I'm mobile. It takes me to some cool places, and I am in Northwest Portland at Freeland Spirits, and I've been here before. The place is off the hook, and I'm totally stoked about it. And I'm also stoked to be talking with Jesse Brantley. She's a certified sommelier, a WSET3 CSW, Director of Sales. That's a, that's a mouthful. All right. Now, first off, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We appreciate hosting you here in our tasting room. We love sharing this space with people and chatting with you here today. So yeah, a lot of letters by that name, uh, which really just means I uh, am a constant student, always studying and take, have taken a lot of exams in the beverage world in both wine and spirits. So so I know what a sommelier is, but what is a WSET3? Yeah, so there are a number of certifying bodies, and the Court of Master Sommeliers is one that you may have heard, a certified sommelier, advanced sommelier, and master sommelier, and they're the ones that control that body. Um, there's another that works toward the path of a master of wine, and you first earn your diploma with WSET, and then you go into a path of master of wine, and it's more of a research-based and less service-focused. So I've worked in restaurants most of my life, and your body gets a little tired after a while, so I'm no longer as focused on the service component of wine, uh, but more on the back end of understanding where it comes from, cultural practices, production practices, and things of that nature. So it's amazing to be here in a distillery where we get to, I get to learn more about spirits and the production side of things. So it's kind of a perfect marriage of all my backgrounds. You know, what brought you to Freeland? You know, was it uh, was it one thing in particular and you saw that it was a, a perfect fit for you personally and your skill set? You know, it's kind of funny. I actually grew up with Jill Keeler in uh, Irving, Texas, outside of Dallas, and we were best friends growing up. But we went to different universities in Texas and kind of lost touch. But I knew she'd been here in Portland for many years. And I moved out to Eugene to work for King Estate Winery. And I loved it down there. It was beautiful. But came up here for some wine seminars and had lunch with Jill. And she told me about the project she was building. And I just could not uh, move away from it. So I then became more and more of a part of the project and committed full-time because what she was building here is just very incredible. So I'm thankful to be a part of it. So you were here pretty much from the get-go. Yeah, pretty early. Um, they had already released the product, but they were distilling out of another facility um, while we completed our build-out here in this tasting room and production area. Uh, but I came on and was selling all over the state, going down to Ashland and selling to bars and going all over Eugene and coming up here. So it was just kind of really a hustle in the beginning, but now we have our own space. So I was here for the end of this build out and uh, or beginning this tasting room where we operate as a full bar and have a food program as well. So all of my background in restaurant management really came into play there while we set up all of those systems. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the food is great. I, my wife and I have been here and, you know, we were doing a little distillery action um, in, in Northwest, which is great uh, in regards to the distillers. Um, the, the whole distillery row 
it has included distilleries here in northwest portland and not just on the east side which i totally appreciate it kind of gives you a different flavor and it's totally a different flavor east from west which is cool so you know we focused last time um about a month and a half ago on some of the distilleries on the on the west side and you know right here freeland spirits was one of the places we visited so uh great food great uh spirits and from the time that Freeland started operating to now. What kind of growth have you guys seen? Well, we've seen really tremendous growth, and we're super thankful of uh, the community in Oregon that's been very embracive. You know, we started out at just farmer's markets and night markets and had incredible success. People loved hearing about our project and tasting our spirits and wanted to know more. Um, And then we really grew that base that we founded here in Portland out to Bend. Molly had a great presence out there where she'd been distilling and out into Ashland and down to Eugene. So it was sort of organic how it all developed. But now we're, we're really proud to be in California and really growing in some of those major cities and also in Washington as well. So uh, soon to be Idaho and Montana. And we're really excited to enter these new markets and seeing the reception to our spirits. It's just so exciting to see. We love what we're doing here, but it's incredible to see uh, other communities embrace it as well. Now, how do you decide like what markets you want to expand in? I mean, that's, there's got to be a ton of research that goes into that. Sure, absolutely. I mean, it is an interesting game navigating the national marketplace, especially in the spirits category, because liquor laws are incredibly different in each state. So you have to navigate it um, and and what that looks like. We have control states. We have large states like California that operate quite differently than some other three-tier states uh, like Texas. So you really have to make sure that you have all the logistics in place before you enter these large markets. And that's been our key. We always want to um, over-deliver and we want to grow in places where we can support them and be good business partners. Uh, Navigating distributor relationships is super important, making sure that we satisfy those in all those ways. So making sure that we grow smart and not too quickly uh, is super important. So we're taking a win the West first approach and then going to kind of slowly expand and and go East. But, you know, we, Jill and I just kind of want to go, go, go and be everywhere because it's really exciting, but you really have to make smart decisions and grow, grow effectively. Jesse Brantley is our guest. She is director of sales here at Freeland Spirits, as well as being a certified sommelier, which is cool. And coming up, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about how Freeland Spirits is um, participating in the Paloma Cocktail Crawl and what their cocktail is going to be during uh, this very cool event. So stick around. You're dialed into Locals Only thatcast.com don't forget to go to the website and check out the other cool podcasts available such as beaver buzz uh oregon high school sports podcast with billy gates and of course uh great stuff from um the portland diamond project in a very cool podcast called behind the clubhouse door so keep it locked in it's locals only i'm chop we'll be right back with more with jesse brantley of freeland spirits Is your country embarrassed at the end of every Summer Olympics after the medal count is tallied? Are you tired of being beaten out every Summer Games by superpowers China and the United States? Is your country the butt of Olympic jokes? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, it's time your country's government called Precious Metals, Inc. We are the creators of the now-famous Olympic Blueprint to Success that is used by Russia, China, and the United States. The Blueprint explains how your government can leverage taxpayers' dollars to build state-of-the-art athletic facilities, cost-cutting fashion tips, which include having your country's Olympic uniform 
uniforms fabricated in sweatshops in third world countries and an exclusive tutorial on how to bully other nations. Our most recent client, Great Britain, saw its medal count go from 47 in Beijing to 65 in London. The Summer Olympic Blueprint to Success is available now for a limited time for only $10 million. First 10 countries that purchase the blueprints receive a free video on how to teach an athlete to celebrate after winning Olympic gold. Call now at 1-800-OLYMPICS. We do accept collect calls from Cyprus, Algeria, and Finland. That's 1-800-OLYMPICS. Call now. Anna Canzano hosts That Expert Show, the show you help run. Hear the top experts on a variety of topics, interviewed by a top journalist. Find That Expert Show and other shows on the ThatCast Network. Visit ThatCast.com. Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcast and videocasts at ThatCast.com. Now, back to CHOP on everything from bourbon to bicycles on Locals Only. And welcome back to Locals Only. CHOP hanging out here, Northwest Portland, Freeland Spirits. You can check out their website, FreelandSpirits.com. Also, of course, like everybody else, they've got their social media tentacles dialed. Hit them up on Twitter, at Freeland Spirits, and at Freeland Spirits on Instagram. And I'm here and uh, hanging out with Jesse Brantley, Director of Sales. How are you again? Doing well. Happy to be here talking about Freeland. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me take up your time. Absolutely. And being on a, you know, a podcast. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. We're always happy to share our story and, um, you know, invite people into our place and to share what we do. You know, something that I totally dig about Distillery Row is they do a monthly cocktail crawl. And the April cocktail crawl is going on this Saturday, April 20th. Eight craft distilleries are on the east side. You got the three that are part of Distillery Row. On the west side, you guys being one of them. And... um they're going to host the Paloma Cocktail Crawl. That's what it's called. With proceeds from the crawl is going to support the nonprofit Rock and Roll Camp for Girls, which is amazing. Um, how do you decide what cocktail is going to be served? You know, it's really fun and it's a challenge because each of the distilleries have different spirits that we work with. So uh, not everyone has a whiskey and none of us really have a tequila. So we thought, why don't we pick a Paloma? No one has, you know, tequila to work with. And let's let's come up with our own iterations. It's a beautiful base flavors with citrus. So we arrived. Our bar manager, Casey Solis, is amazing. And she came up with Paloma. So we're going to utilize our gin, which is very savory, botanical and fresh. And it really is highlighted with uh, citrus flavors. So with the grapefruit and lime, it really just comes to life and you can smell and taste all those wonderful flavors. So we landed on that, the Paloma, and it'll be really fun to see how the different distilleries work with it and get creative. So is it pretty much kind of hush-hush between distilleries at how they're going to tweak the cocktail? or Not at all. Or is fact. everybody just kind of, hey, check this out. Here's what we're going to do type thing. Well, actually, we have a spreadsheet. We're, we're trying to get real organized and we're sharing <laughs> our recipes so everyone can kind of have a look at what we're all doing because we want to create um, sort of a cohesive experience with Distillery Road where everyone has, has something similar and knows what to expect, but with our own creative spin on it. So that's one of the beautiful things about Distillery Row is that we come together, we share information, and we lift each other up. It's a very community spirit and when we get better they get better they get better we get better so we definitely share as much information as possible you know it's 
what I what I love about the cocktail crawl is obviously it's booze. I'm a big bourbon guy and gin. Those are my two go-tos. Um, but the distilleries come together and they pick the nonprofit, the charity to work for. How does that kind of come into play? Is it more times than not just somebody at the distillery that they feel passionate about a particular charity? How does that kind of work? Yeah, that's how most of the decisions are made. Each distillery gets to decide and lets everyone know which uh, uh, charity will be receiving proceeds. And this is a great set up for us because Jill, our founder, has strong roots in the nonprofit world. She was a director and interim director at many of these nonprofits in town. And Rock and Roll Camp for Girls is our selected charity. And she actually served as a director there at some time. So it's been close to her heart. And it actually, you know, it definitely embodies a lot of the values that it, we believe in here at Freeland Spirits. And we're happy to, uh, to help benefit them and create those partnerships throughout the community. So it's a really great organization. Well, I love it because you take a look at rock history. There are been some kick-ass chicks that know how to rock and roll absolutely I mean I could go on and on Debbie Harry uh Pat Benatar um the pretenders with Chrissy High I mean look and you can even talk about uh you know the K Records Olympia scene with Quasi and you know I I like I said I'm I'm a music guy too and the fact that you guys have rock and roll camp for girls as a charity is super cool and whether it's Rock and Roll Camp for Girls or a different charity, that's what I love about the Cocktail Crawl is the community coming together and providing a cool event for the people in Portland and the metro area and, and anywhere really that want to come and check it out. But it, it's kind of a coming together in the community. The, the people contributing their skills and their creative passions to provide a great service and product like the distilleries and the people that live here wanting to support that. And then you get, you get those two worlds coming together and then the collective uh, goes towards a very cool charity. So, you know, kudos to you guys for being a part of it. I, I, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. We're so excited to participate in this cocktail crawl and, and all the benefits that come from it. And we invite you all to come out this Saturday and have a Paloma and help us get get money for those musicians so we can have great music in the future and help set everyone up for success. So Before we go to break, I mean, you know, I feel stupid asking this question, but what is in a classic Paloma? Do you know? Absolutely. So classic Paloma, you're actually going to have the base spirit of tequila. Tequila, right. And you can see it to where it's a grapefruit soda with lime juice. Uh, and some just do a fresh grapefruit juice and top it with a sparkling soda water okay. and fresh lime juice. So yeah, those beautiful citrus flavors um, to tease out those citrus elements in our gin and really highlight those botanicals also. How many times have you had a, a cocktail and realized there was a name for it and you didn't even know, right? I mean, like even a rum and coke, a Cuba Libra. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea. It's fascinating. I actually love cocktail culture and the history of it and learning where those names came from. And there's always history attached to that drink and the bartender that it can be traced back to and the bar that they served it out of. And it's it's really fascinating to dive into those layers of beverage. And we really feature some of those classic cocktails. But it's incredible, the variety of cocktail culture that's emerged here in America. And there are a lot of crazy names, that's for sure. <laughs> well, look, we're going to take another quick break. We'll come back for the final segment. Uh, thanks again. Jesse Brantley is joining us. 
Um, she is the director of sales here at Freeland Spirits, and that's where the podcast is being recorded. And uh, thanks for the hospitality. Appreciate that. But remember, check us out, thatcast.com. Lots of cool podcasts to, uh, to get your ears around, and we'll be back in a moment. Calling all athletes. Are you injured, looking for a boost in performance, or just looking to stick with a professional roster? Look no further than the PED Warehouse, your one-stop shop for all your performance-enhancing needs. We not only offer the best pharmaceuticals money can buy, but are the leading edge in being able to supply drugs that beat the rap. We've got everything from ionized water to deer antler spray. Let the PED Warehouse be your ticket to a greater athletic career. PED Warehouse can show you the money if you show them the money. Call right now at 800-GET-JUICED and join our PED of the Month Club and receive a sample of the latest juice for an introductory price of just $1,999.99 a month. Or take a look at our PED catalog at www.getjuiced.com and order a la carte to fit your needs. Call now at 800-GET-JUICED and place your order. First 10 callers through get a free case of ionized water. Want to grow your money and avoid pitfalls in financial planning? Check out Chuck Price and Investing Simplified. Find it and other shows on the ThatCast Network. ThatCast.com Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcast and videocasts at ThatCast.com Now, back to Chop on everything from bourbon to bicycles on Locals Only. Welcome back, locals only. Chop hanging out with you, and I am here at Freeland Spirits, Northwest Portland, with Jesse Brantley. She's the director of sales, and you can hit up Freeland on the socials at Freeland Spirits on both Twitter and Instagram at the website FreelandSpirits.com. But you know they are part of the Cocktail Crawl Distillery Row that's happening Saturday, April twentieth where it's the Paloma that is the cocktail that is being featured. Very cool. And proceeds from the cocktail crawl are going to help support the nonprofit Rock and Roll Camp for Girls. And you can hit them up um, at their website, girlsrockcamp.org. So we appreciate that. And, you know, you talk about the spirit world, and here we are. At Freeland Spirits, what is, what's your flagship spirit? What are you guys rocking the most? You know, so we entered the market with our gin and uh, we produce a bit more of that because whiskey has a whole different set of challenges, certainly time being one of them. Uh, but our gin was the first product and we use an interesting technique that allows us to integrate fresh ingredients. So the cucumber, rosemary, mint and thyme go through a cold distillation process while the dry botanicals go through a copper pot still. We blend those together and arrive at an incredible recipe that Molly Troop, our master distiller, developed focusing on freshness, balance and just crisp flavors. Uh, it's not overly dominated by juniper, definitely juniper in there, um, but some also beautiful citrus peel, pink peppercorn, and some other secrets too. Okay. Um, but we also have a bourbon right now that we have finished in some Pinot Noir barrels from the Elk Cove Winery. So it was our way of adding a little bit of Oregon terroir to a Southern style. Uh, the bourbon itself is a blend of three year and 12 year, and then we finished it for about five to six months in those barrels. So that was our first whiskey release, but we also working for our uh, grain to glass project we grew some rye in eastern Oregon distilled that and it will be laid down for close to three years until it's ready you know you mentioned the bourbon being aged in a pinot barrel do you find that's kind of a new trend 
You know, certainly right now that's a growing category or barrel finishes. And it's something that I like to talk and think a lot about is the lifeline of a barrel in the beverage industry, specifically here in uh, being so close to Willamette Valley and having the history of breweries nearby. We can finish with all these amazing flavors. And the second we dump our bourbon out, we have breweries excited to get their hands on that barrel. So it just keeps getting passed around uh, and imparting these different flavors to local beverages. And we're so lucky to be near um Willamette Valley with all of these wineries and Columbia Gorge nearby uh, to produce all these different flavors because you can you can subtly uh, nuance the flavors without completely changing the backbone of the product just impacting it subtly you know it and it kind of embodies the sustainability like mantra of the Pacific Northwest utilizing the barrels and getting as much use out of it I wonder who thought of that you know taking an old wine barrel and use it to age whatever i mean beer um bourbon and and kind of create a whole new marketplace for barrels that are already that have already been used for one one thing it's fascinating and just to see even how these barrels move around the world so many american bourbon barrels move over to scotland and different places in the world to finish whiskey so it's fascinating when you start diving into it and it is very interesting and it does show that community spirit here and collaborative spirit too in portland it's so important all these young businesses collaborating together to find new platforms that are successful for each other and we have a number of those we work closely with uh, portland syrups they create a tonic that's amazing with our gin that we have on tap here in our tasting room and that is just so indicative of how people can work together uh, for progress and flavor and just in the community itself so the future it's happening right before our eyes it you know it's going to be the future in one second when when you take a look at freeland what can you give us any insight as to what's coming up what are you guys cooking or distilling, so to speak, that uh, we can all get excited about. I will let you in on our next newest secret. Um, And we were discussing a little bit about it before we went on, but we have, uh, it made a lot of sense for us to utilize our our rye whiskey base and a product and all the beautiful botanicals we have access to. But we're gonna be releasing a Geneva style spirit that is more like a whiskey base highlighted with botanicals. So it's kind of this perfect combination of the both of what we do, but a completely different uh, expression. So we're really excited to release that. And we've focused on a couple of Willamette Valley uh, agricultural products that we just have so many to choose from with flavor. So we're excited to release that towards the end of May and we're going to have a large event here at the distillery May 18th and we'll release that beautiful new product and it's going to be really fun to mix it with cocktails we'll serve it here in the tasting room and it will be available throughout Oregon as well wow that's cool I'm looking forward to coming down and uh partaking if you will so and after that we're really excited about our grain to glass whiskey projects and it's always this balance of planning whiskey for the future which is really exciting um, but we're so happy with our gin. It is has been so well received, and it's just incredible to work so with. So. The, what is what is that you you just mentioned at the whiskey uh, green glass project? Is that right? Or? The grain to glass. Green so, to glass. So, so that yeah. all of that grain. The focus grain and founding of our project was really focusing on the integrity of spirits and okay. using ingredients for flavor. And Jill was great friends with Corey Carmen of Carmen Ranch in Eastern Oregon, and she uh, runs a cattle ranch out there, grass fed cattle. 
and it really made sense for her to grow small crop grain because it was good for her soil. And there's not a direct path to market necessarily for farmers to grow that small crop grain. So we buy that grain and we actually distill it for our whiskey, but it takes so much time to age that whiskey uh, that now it's got to lay in those barrels for about three years. But we're really excited about that future project. Um, But we'll have a number of whiskey releases in the meantime as well. That's awesome. Well, uh, Jesse, I appreciate you taking time and being on Locals Only. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate your time, and thanks for listening. And and by the way, congrats on what you're doing with Distillery Row and being a part of uh, this month's. Well, your ba- you, did you guys pick the cocktail? We well? did. We okay. did. My bar manager Casey okay, Soli, she, she selected that cocktail. Okay. And yeah, so come on out on Saturday yeah. and taste how everyone uh, makes a Paloma here in Portland. We're excited. That's awesome. With uh, proceeds going to help Rock and Roll Camp for Girls, you can check their website out at girlsrockcamp.org. You can go to freelandspirits.com to uh, get a taste of what they're about, and you can hit them up on Twitter and Instagram at Freeland Spirits. And for everybody here at Freeland, Jesse, thank you. I'm Chop, and it's been a pleasure. Keep rocking and dial us up on thatcast.com. We'll talk at you. See ya. Discover the growing lineup of ThatCast Network podcasts and videocasts at thatcast.com.